five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Welcome back to another edition of the Real Bourbon Bros Podcast. Essential podcast for the novice yet curious whiskey enthusiast. Giddy up. Giddy up. We're back, guys. Second part of our interview with Wes Henderson is coming at you in a few minutes. Hopefully you enjoyed our first portion of the interview. Wes was so gracious with his time. Uh, we really appreciate the whole hour he gave us. We to break up in two episodes. Uh, so this will be the second part of that interview. Enjoy. Again, remember to follow us on our social media accounts. Giddy up. Um, Steve, you have something? Because I have more if not. <laughs> well, you know, the, the next black and you should, you know, just name Enter Sandman or something. There you go. I'm sure somebody, uh, uh, you, you, by the way, if you're listening to this podcast, you can go to Spotify and look at the, uh, uh, go look, uh, I guess, search the Wes Henderson Blackened X. And it, it will pull up the playlist that, that I selected. Yeah, playlist. Oh, yeah, nice. that I selected yep. for the Sonic Enhancement, um, which I didn't know until just recently. That's on freaking Spotify. I had no idea. So, um, oh, very cool. Yeah, that's pretty. Might yeah. be my uh, my next Spotify playlist. There you go. Awesome. You mean our podcast isn't? Oh, <laughs> well, that's that's number yeah. two. I've got other podcasts. Do you listen to your? I I I, I don't listen to podcasts that I'm on. Um, I don't. Yeah. I don't really. I edit it. I, I edit it, so right. I have to. But after I put, after I publish it, put it out there, I do not listen yeah. to it. Yeah, he edits it. Or... I review it. I, I do listen to the whole thing. I give him, you know, uh, little things to fix here and there. Um, but I, the only time I, I do is, is uh, you know, if I if I'm trying to promote it, you know, to, to my friends, and they say, "Oh wow, you got a podcast," so then I pull it up and I listen to you know a little bit, then let them have it. But it's been it's been a, a lot of fun, you know, talking to. You know, people like yourself, Wes, that are in the industry and, and, you know, we've enjoyed, you know, the fruits of your labor for such a long time and your father's too. Gosh, I mean, uh, when, when Gary said, you know, Hey, uh, he talked to you and I'm like, I think he's part of Angel's Envy and that was your dad. (laughs) And so I, Oh, Wes is his son. It's like, Oh my gosh. So yeah, yeah, it's been such it's a, a such a treat here. Oh, thank you. And it's a small community. Almost like a small community. It sounds like like everybody kind of knows everybody in the industry, and they have each other's back. It doesn't seem like it's too, you know. Uh, I'm sure it's competitive in some senses of the word. You want always want to do well with your product, but it seems like everybody kind of helps each other out. Still, is it that the way the way it is, or is that is that was something that was more old school and has kind of become more commercialized and corporate now? Well, I mean, a lot of the industry is more commercialized and corporate, but at the level of the yeah. families, you know, there, there are not a ton right. of families that make, you know, 95% of the bourbon in the world. And, you know, you can count them on both hands, almost count them on one hand. And, you know, we go back generations, uh, you know, as, as families. Yeah. So there's still that, at um, that cooperation camaraderie and you know i can call any of those guys you know i can call jimmy russell god bless him you know if i really want to dig (laughs) deep and you know be old school and nice you know bill's bill samuels i see fairly frequently from uh from maker's mark and um uh every once in a while i'll run into jim jim rutledge and 
Uh, and then, the, the, but those are the, I'd say the two main old school, Jimmy Russell's really the last of the old, old school, I would say. And then uh, Bill Samuels is kind of a little bit younger, not much younger, a little bit younger than, than Jimmy. And then Jim Rutledge, you know, a little bit maybe um, behind them generationally, just a little bit, not a full generation. But and then you get back to to to, to the, the guys, you know, like Harlan Wheatley, um, you know, Jeff mm-hmm. Arnett, um, you know, those guys who are, who are the, 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 the kind of the up and coming Nicole Austin. Uh, she's more like my son Kyle's yeah. age. Um, I would put my son Kyle in the uh, on that list of up and coming. Yep. Um, so it, it's uh, it's nice to see that generational shift. But we, we're all friends; we all know each other very well. And you know, any, any anybody I would call in the industry that I needed something from, they would come running to help. And I would do the same oh, for that's them. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I, well, I know we're uh, getting late here on time. I have a few no, come on, more got, questions if that's okay. All right, perfect. Yeah, go ahead, perfect. Gary. Yeah. So, um, you do have some quick hitters we'll save to the end, but I'm curious, you said you're kind of, you're out of retirement now, right? You're back helping out at Angels Envy with your son. What's next for Angels Envy? What's, what's on the horizon? Well, you know, I, I, I'm just kind of futzing around. I probably shouldn't have said I've come out of retirement. Um, okay. Okay. Well, we can, we can, no, you can leave it in there. I don't care. Um, you know, there, there are other things that, that, you know, the black and collaboration is one that, that I did outside of Angels Envy. There are some other other things I've been playing around with other other fun collaborations like that also. So you know who knows what what what's going to happen in the future. I mean, Angels Envy continues to uh, you know when I left Angels Envy, there were probably twenty five innovations that I left them with. So um, so there's there's a lot of runway there that, uh, that 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 we left behind. Plus whatever they come up with on their own with you know Owen uh, Owen Martin, their new. Uh, Master Distiller, mm-hmm. he's he's yep. he's he's a great guy. I'm just getting to know him a little bit, so I'm sure he'll have some things up his sleeve. But you know, who knows what's going to happen next? Um, yeah, you know, there I got a few good years left in me. I hope. <laughs> oh, you do. Yeah, well, we're going to definitely stay tuned. I mean, oh yeah, definitely curious to see what's next. Um, and I, I can't uh, let this opportunity go to waste without letting you know that my favorite Angels Envy product I've ever had is the Tawny uh, finish. Thank you. Um, I, that was a joy. I wish I could find a bottle. That's another story. But, you can, uh, you can find one at, uh, in New York city on Lexington Avenue. I saw the other day for, yeah. um, 900, How $900. Much? That's it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. But that bottle was, that bottle was amazing. I love it. was one of the, probably the top, uh, 10 pours I've ever had of any whiskey. So it was well, something I, I, I had it like two years ago. I think I had it in a year and a half ago, maybe. And it was still sticks with me. So, um, mad, mad uh, props for that uh, product right there. I love that. That, that was fun. Was Thank you. And that was really, a, that was a true kind of collaboration with the boys, uh, where we, okay. the, the, the blend, you know, like, like the, the, the final blend and, and how we approached that. Mm-hmm was very collaborative, uh, you know, and we, it was, it was cool to see how we, we came at it from different, completely different view, viewpoints and vantage points. I had a position on one side of the fence, as far as the influence of the Tawny, meaning, mm-hmm. meaning how much of an influence I wanted from that. And the boys came from a completely different direction. And, mm-hmm. you know, we had to, we kind of met in the middle, but it was really interesting to see the, we were real happy with what we ended up with, but to yeah. see how we came from, and my dad and I were very much like that too. My dad and I were 
were very almost polar opposites. So I guess to tie it back together, if my dad and I were polar opposites and the boys and I were separated as well, the boys were more leaning towards my dad's old school uh, uh, hmm. philosophy, not really philosophy, but his old school taste of, of finishing. Yeah. And then I'm more of the extreme. The rise a better example of my you know, how I, I like uh, yep. finishing to be. Yeah. Although the rye is kind of yeah. over the top. Um, it's the most, yeah. most unique finish I think I've yeah. had. Yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> the right. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's over the top. I mean, it's, it's finished times, you know, on steroids. Um, yeah. And, and that's, yeah. that's Great. one thing you have to be careful with because you can over finish the rye. Just, that's- it just so happens that, you know, we had a 2014 cast strength release that was finished in, for like three years in a port barrel. And I think that was, even though wow. some people think it's one of the best ones we've ever done, I think it was borderline overfinished. And yeah. it is possible to do that. And that's that's where the artistry comes in. I think that's what we do better than anybody else. We're able to find that balance and uh, mm-hmm. and kind of key in on it. Kind of kind of take it up to the, the exact uh, maximum that you want or right up to the brim without it overflowing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's it. So I mean, it, it's, it's, I mean, look, I mean, once again, the rise is, is, is over the top, but it worked. Um, yeah. I think more times than not, it doesn't work. However, you know, uh, you know, the, the, you, by over finishing, um, there, the, it, it's a lot easier to over finish in a way that does not create good whiskey than it is to finish mm-hmm. a longer time and end up yeah, with good so stuff. I don't, that's, I don't know if that that's makes any science, sense or not. Right. That, that's it's the both. science because yeah it's it's both it's the science behind the, the actual maturation and it's the artistry and making the decision as to when you want to stop finishing and when, how you want to blend those things together right so that makes sense it's probably what happened to uh george t stag a few years ago right when they didn't come out with their, oh, that wasn't a fish. their yearly so that was that wasn't up to their standard, apparently. Yeah. So I, I guess that happens everywhere. I mean, it, 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 it's got to. And it's like, wh- where do you draw that line, I guess? My money is only just ran out. I mean, if you want, yeah. if you want, <laughs> if you want my opinion on it, um, yeah. you know. Sure. Because uh, I, I think with, with blending and, you know, with with inventory and things like that and, and finishing especially, you can kind of equalize things out. Um, yeah. But my guess is that, and I wouldn't swear to it, but they just ran out, which is, which is good, good, good for them. Or, or, you know, hell, I mean, it's not a bad marketing decision to say, Oh, sorry, we don't have any this year. You know? Yeah. Um, Make it scarcity. Right. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Or we'll just, we just got a little bit, you know, we have a thousand bottles, Yeah. you know, rush to get them. Yeah. Yeah. I I just read an article on that. Apparently this rumor was that the, the, uh, they put that into their stag junior. Um, they use that old, that's the, that's, that's a rumor I read because it tastes uh, um, uh, older than it usually tastes. That's a, <laughs> which I like. That's a know, that's a conspiracy. Which I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand why you would do that. You know, because of the price point. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but people do. Well, that. but yeah. sometimes you you take less price. You know, to keep something on the shelf. Let's say that they really wanted to keep that 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 stand. These are all hypotheticals, but you know, let's say sure, that there's right. there's something that, that that you don't want to be out of stock. You know, it, it, you know, so you're going to take a smaller margin on that uh, for whatever reason, you know, in order to keep it on the shelf. We saw a lot of that during COVID as, as well. So, mm-hmm. um, right. So anyway, I'm babbling now, but go ahead. So, no, it's okay. Well, we, I, it's I, interesting. I mean, uh, 
the, you know, like when you're as, as a family in the business and so forth, I mean, and you said, you know, growing up and, you know, how it was when, you know, you had spirits around the house and so forth, you know, so now like we just talked about, you know, you can take a finish maybe too far and so forth. Are, are there any uh, situations like where you know that you went too far? I mean, do you take the spoils and you give it to your sons and they drink it at home or, <laughs> or is it just... Hell no. Toss, toss. No, we, you never throw away bourbon, man. Um, okay. I didn't think so. No, I mean, look, I mean, we, we'll experiment in small, in small enough batches. Um, you know, I don't, we've never really laid an egg there yet. Um, so, you know, but, you know, as I said a minute ago, you know, there are lots of ways to equalize that. You know, let's say you've got some, yeah. you've got some bourbon. The, the, there's no such thing as bad bourbon in a barrel. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like I mean, that. Um, you can, you know, you, let's say you got a barrel, you, you, a barrel you're thinking eh, eh, a little bit about. Well, hell, you blend it in over, you know, ten different blends or whatever, and you know, you're, right. you're, you're. I'm not gonna say you're burying it in something else, but it's less of a factor if something is is not really a lot. Let's say something doesn't quite suit your taste profile. You know, yeah. doesn't mean it's bad. It just means that it it doesn't necessarily fit in that jigsaw puzzle the way you would like it to fit. Well, you know, if you're taking a gallon a week out of it, now you know that's, a, that's once again that's an exaggeration, and using it in a, in another blend, then you know, then so be it. You know, you're you're not, right. so you're using it. You're not you're not wasting it, so to speak. Got it. Now, if something's going to go bad. It's usually in the fermentation. Now, bourbon can go bad. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. you can sit in the bottom of a warehouse and get musty. Um, you know, it, uh, mm. if there's, you know, flooding or, you know, or, uh, you know, mm. really high humidity and stuff like that, it is possible to get funky bourbon, but it's, it's, it's not really common. So it, it, mm. it, Angel's Envy there in, in Louisville there, is that the, the, uh, the main distillery there? Is that, is that where you one. age them? Yeah, it's the only one. one. Um, aging is not done at the downtown facility. Um, we have, okay. uh, aging warehouses uh in a couple counties over you know more of a rural a rural setting but all the all the bourbon now that is coming out of angels envy is produced at the downtown distillery excellent great Very good good fact Ooh. i have a, a question for those so we like to kind of put our podcast out there as you know for a novice uh, whiskey enthusiast um you know we're learning along our journey like Very a lot novice. of folks are as well mm-hmm. yeah getting into the industry um, what advice as somebody who has your experience and, and um, you know, just your experience in the business from a lot of different sides, from your family and also from, you know, Angel's Envy yourself uh, with your finishes and everything. What would you give a novice, somebody that's trying to get in you know, tasting whiskey and what would be your like some advice you would give them to kind of, you know, start their journey? Like what would oh, wow. where would they start? What do you think they would? I know it's a, yeah, it's a tough question, you know, cause everybody's different with their palates, but let's say somebody really enjoys bourbon. They've tried like, maybe Woodford. Um, where do you go from I'd there? Say try like, everything. You know, try everything. You know, they're, they're, yeah. Angel's Envy is a great gateway to bourbon. Um, <laughs> it, it is, it, it's, it's very approachable, but at the same time, it's still complex. So you've got, it's the best of both worlds. It's something that's approachable for somebody that may be newer to the category but it holds up and it has a complexity for somebody that, you know, that, that, that is more of a, an experienced bourbon drinker. Um, and a lot of times in that same conversation, uh, makers is mentioned as a, as, as, as one of those accessible, you know, drinkable, um, bourbons for somebody new to the category. Um, 
and you know, and then you can just kind of, I say graduate up. I don't know if that's a good, good phrase or not, but <laughs> branch out. Um, branch out's a better way to look at it. Cause I don't right. necessarily know if you're graduating up, um, you know, just because yeah. you're, just because you, you know, you're drinking barrel picks or drinking cast drink doesn't necessarily mean you've graduated up. It just means that, that, right. um, you know, you're exploring, you're exploring different ways, different routes, but you just happen to be going up, you know, on the proof level and proof, which, which increases the complexity as well. Um, but you've got to be able to drill through that alcohol to get to that, you know, to, to that complexity, or you can go across, you can, you don't have to go vertical. You can go horizontal sure. and, and, you know, and look at, explore the different finished products, explore, um, you know, different mash bills, you know, try some weeded whiskey. I do recommend that you try it neat. You know, if you're going to try something new, try a little sip of it neat, you know, even if, if you're going to add water to it or add ice, you know, or put it over ice or whatever, um, try it neat. And, and that way you're, you know, you really, you experience the way it was created and then you can ruin it any way you want to after that. Um, <laughs> so that's my advice uh, no, I, on how to do it. That's, that's great advice. It kind of sounds like what I, not to to my own horror, but don't I tell people it. too. <laughs> well, yeah. I guess you can don't do shoot it. it. <laughs> I guess you can do that too. <laughs> no shooting Pappy. Yeah. Um, I have, uh, Steve, let's see any other ones. I have some quick hitters then we'll get uh, Wes sure. out of here. I have some quick hitters on CF. You have anything? Um, uh, gosh, you know, uh, everything you've said so far, Wes, I mean, I think, uh, we try to compile a list of questions and, and Gary's got some quick hitters here coming. Um, but, uh, well, you know, your favorite whiskey, I guess that's the, yeah, the top, one right? Of them. It's like, you know, I, I think throughout the years, you, uh, at least for me, my favorite whiskey changes like year to year. And, you know, as I branch out, you know, to try different things, but what's, what's, uh, your, your favorite, uh, whiskey now? Mine. Without choosing angels. <laughs> you're not going to qualify that with a, uh, but yours, um, uh, yeah, exactly. I, I, oh, no. I still no, no. am in a journey, journey of discovery. I am always trying new stuff. I, I really am. You know, my go-tos, I, I usually drink our rye whiskey when I'm out. And I, I think it makes uh, the best old fashioned you'll ever put in your mouth. Hmm. So I, I tend to, to drink a lot of those, which I really enjoy. But, you know, I, I'll drink anything anybody puts in front of me. And, you know, it's got a story. I want to learn about it mm -hmm. when I drink it. Yeah. So it's really hard to nail down, um, you know, um, because I'm drinking it. I'm really trying all kinds of different stuff, but most right. of the time I'll settle into our rye. You know, it's, it's a comfortable, nice. it's a comfortable place yeah. for me. I agree. And it's good. Exactly. Familiar. Yeah. Familiar. Yeah. It is very right. good. Yeah. What is, what is the, the last whiskey you had? Hmm. The last whiskey I had. Oh, wow. Um, that uh, probably actually, I think the last whiskey I had was a black and uh, was a black and X. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Very good. What was the last whiskey you bought? Oh, <laughs> I mean, I didn't buy anything. well, I mean, these are the quick hitters, you know, I, I, I don't remember the last time I bought. Um, All right. Now I, I, I bought some stuff at charity, um, charity auctions. Right. Um, like some, uh, I think I've got some bottles of, uh, old Forester with tax stamps on them that I recently, recently wow. got. So those were probably, uh, mid to late seventies. You know, oh. those are the things that I like. Wow. Anything that's got a tax stamp on it, 
you know, that, that yeah. I'll, I'll try to get my hands on it, especially because dad was a huge old Forester fan and, you know, Ralph Foreman makes old Forester. So right. yeah, there's yeah. that love there to those years where I know dad was a big influence yep. on, on, on that. Yep. So uh, I've, I've been trying to collect stuff like that when I can get it. Yeah. They're, they're 150 product for the 150th yeah, the anniversary. Yeah. To me, that's one of my I favorite bear bottles the last few years. I haven't years. had it yet. So I hear good. it's really good. Um, I need to go down. Delicious. I need to go down and shake Campbell Brown down, down at Brown Foreman and say, hey, look, pal. There you go. Yeah, you need to get a bottle for yourself because I uh, can't really find them anywhere for uh, a decent price. Well, hell, so. good luck finding <laughs> it in Kentucky. Um, you know, Kentucky, I yeah. tell people all the time, you know, they're, they're like, we'll make a pilgrimage to Kentucky and get, this is the worst no. place to get stuff. You know, go to Chipley, South Carolina, where I found a bunch of bottles of Hirsch on a top shelf, you know, that had been sitting there for years that nobody knew about. Yeah, that's the that's the best places to go to, you know, yeah. some, uh, international. That too. Yeah. <laughs> I have I have a cousin in Germany that is sending me some stuff because I can't I can can't find it here I can find it there for MSRP. Blanton's Blanton's is one I see a lot of people yep. sending over from uh, Blanton's yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yep. All right, so come on, let's, um, the quick hitters. Is this like speed dating? Is that what it is here? We're gonna. Yeah. Well, I mean, we we kind of gave you a few of them, like the last bourbon. Mm. Okay, um, the most underrated bourbon right now in the last year you've had underrated. Most underrated bourbon. Um, Man, you guys are really you. Y'all are tough. Uh, I'm not the right guy to ask. I'm really not. I'm sorry. I can't. Right. I, 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 you know. I, uh, no. I was going to go with the overrated, overrated I'll one pass, too. But I'll, I'm sure. I'll pass on both of those. I'm not going to. I'm <laughs> not going to. I'm not going to wade into that. Uh, that. Uh, okay. Your favorite whiskey type? Bourbon, I assume. Rye. Bourbon, uh, Scotch. Bourbon for sure. Uh, you know, I'm not a big Scotch guy. I mean, I like Scotch, but I, I hate peat. So, you know, any, oh, anything, yeah, you, you know, anything that reeks yeah, of peat, here, yeah. I can't, I can't handle it. Um, I, I've been drinking tequila lately. Really? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Tequila. Uh, that was my next question. Other than whiskey, what else, what are your, some of your I make favorite, a, uh, I make a mean, um, jalapeno infused margarita. Margarita. Um, my, my wife, my wife would love that. That's what yeah, she it's, it's really yeah. good. And I have at home in my house in Florida, I have, um, one of those, um, bar, uh, commercial grade, um, slushy makers like oh, pina sure. colada, yeah, strawberry daiquiri. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's two sided. Yeah. So you can make, you know, actually we've got alcohol, non-alcohol, you know, so, you know, you can pour in you can have frozen drinks in 20 minutes with that thing. It's the devil. It is Satan incarnate, but I love it. Um, so that's that's my that that's how I make a lot of these things now. So um, you know, those frozen you can have frozen margarita, you can have frozen margs and you know, and, and yeah, twenty that's minutes. Awesome. Yeah. Enjoy it. It's, Especially in Florida with the weather. Yeah, you need that. It, yeah, they're, cool drink. they're doing Perfect. some uh, neat things over in that area too. The mezcals and yep. uh, I was in Ecuador recently and uh, they have something called Misky. Huh, so interesting. They, they they take the spirit and they actually age it in a American oak barrel for a year. Mm-hmm. The mezcal, yeah, the mezcal yeah. was it's agave, so yeah, yeah. it's uh, something like this. Yeah, I've heard of that. Uh, I, of, I think that they may do they age all of it in bourbon barrel, ex bourbon barrels, or no? Well, yes. not all. Well, not all of it. No, they have a clear, right? Liquid, clear, yeah, yeah, right. So it's three months um, in a in a barrel but then they they take this they take the same uh spirit and they put it into a uh, american 
open uh, a bourbon barrel. Right, a char, yeah. Bourbon barrel. Now is mezcal is, is mezcal? It's bar- Is it all of it barrel aged? And it's just a, is it a new barrel so it doesn't get the color? Or no, no, it's not a new barrel. Well, no, but it, the mezcal, the, the the clear mezcal. I'm wondering whether or not it's. Uh, I mean, I guess we're whole a whole different rabbit hole here, but. I need to, yeah. I need to, I need to work. <laughs> next I time we get together, when well, next time we talk, I will have learned yeah. the ways of the world of Mezcal. Yeah. I'm just saying that, you know, yeah, there's, there's just a lot of different areas mm-hmm. that are branching out in, in the, yeah. uh, the whiskey world. I love right? it. Yeah. So, well, I, I distilled some or blended some whiskey down in Mexico, you know, some, uh, really? some, uh, that a tequila producer made, you know, that I didn't know this at the time, but a lot of these tequila producers grow corn to rotate their crop, their fields where, you know, so they can't, oh. uh, so they're like, well, right. no, Same product we're, we're growing all this yeah. corn. So why don't we distill it? And, and, uh, these guys distilled a bunch of it and I went down and helped them blend it. I don't know what will ever happen with it, nice. but yeah, it was kind of a fun deal. Well, this is Mike, my, my last quick hitter for okay. you, Wes, uh, your favorite whiskey destination, meaning, um, like place to visit right. that, like a distillery or you could be outside the U S um, besides angels of envy, obviously, but like, you know, whiskey destination. Angels Envy is a real magical place. It um, and and, and I, I I just get a feeling when I go in there because it's you know it's my home. You know, I, I created it. But mm-hmm, um, yeah. there are um, there are so many incredible whiskey distilleries around the world, and they're all they're all most of them are very different. Just in Louisville, you know, there you've got. Yep. You've, uh, downtown, you've got us, you've got Old Forester, you've got Rabbit Hole, you've got Copper Mictors. and Kings, you've got uh, uh, Mictors. Mictors. Yeah. yeah All of them Peerless. I love Peerless. All Peerless. of them are very yeah. different. And you can experience different facets of, of, the, of the whiskey world when you go to them. So um, I love going to Woodford just because I, I like the, the, the vibe of where it's located, you know, out in the in horse mm-hmm. country and, yep. you know beautiful sit on a rocking chair you know that that's just me anyway you know that like i go out and sit right. on my front porch and you know i mean if i can see the deer and you know just that yeah. um th- that's just you know a glass of sweet tea and you know that, that i'm i'm in heaven it's, so uh that's home woodford's great yeah. um you know some of the best distilleries i've seen are not necessarily bourbon distilleries um uh, uh bombay uh in uh uh, is great. Uh, the Bacardi uh, owned Bombay is, is, is yep. an amazing facility and seeing gin. how gin is produced yeah. is, is really fun. Just the, the, the combination of the, of all of the aromatics. And I mean, there's like a hundred different ingredients that go into that. It's crazy. I mean, it's, it's, uh, so I, I'm a lover of all things distillation. I really am. Um, you'll see me anywhere. <laughs> I, I'm not, I'm not trying to be well, diplomatic we, either. You know, I'm just trying to, no, you know, no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, we, 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 we really appreciate, uh, you know, all your answers and time tonight. We had a great time, you know, picking your brain and kind of getting, uh, to the bottom of, of, of Wes Henderson. You're a pilot too. Is that what I read? Yeah. What yeah. Plans? I don't, unfortunately I don't have as much time. My plan was in retirement was okay. to fly more. But, um, wow. you know, I've kind of spending more time on the emergency services side you know, taking yeah. on more of a role there. So, you know, I can't do, you know, I, I, I used to think I could do everything, but, you know, I just, I can't, you know, I, I can't do everything I want to do, which is fine. I'm okay with that. You know, I, I, yeah. I had my years of flying. I really enjoyed it. Um, nice. You know, that's awesome. Move on to yeah. something else. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's what life's about. New opportunities, yeah. new adventures, and finding what makes you happy. Well, yeah, you know, like, hey, I've done that, you know, and, and that's okay to right. do that. You know, it's okay to say, okay, you know, I don't uh, compare it to scaling Mount Everest because it's not the same thing, but, you know, it's the same sense of, okay, look, I've I've achieved this, um, but it's hard to let go sometimes, right? You know, I mean, it's like, you know, mm -hmm. I mean, no, I still really want to fly because I enjoy flying, but, you know, I don't, you've only got so much bandwidth, you know, as we learn, so as we time. get older, so yeah. much time. And time is so precious and time with the family and, you know, achieving that balance and, and achieving the balance. You've got to pick the things that, that uh, you know, you know, we, 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 we want to do it all all the time, but it's just not possible. <laughs> right. It's just not, not in possible. the cards. Yeah. You know, that that yeah. wisdom comes with age, um, you right. know, letting things go. But uh, but yeah, I, I mean, we're having fun. It's awesome. Yeah, thank That's you. That's an awesome ho side hobby. Yeah. Well, Steve, I have nothing else it's for Wes. Interesting. So. That's for sure. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you guys. I appreciate, I appreciate your all's yeah, uh, appreciate Wes. support and uh, you know love of yeah. love of whiskey, which you know, you know, you're already you know I'm already fans of yours if you love whiskey. So uh, no, I'm, I'm looking. Yeah, I, I will listen to this podcast. I will. Now, I don't. I, I, I listen sure. to podcasts. I just don't listen to ones that I'm on. <laughs> And, and, okay. And I, yeah. You know, we have plenty of them out there. Yeah. So. Yeah. So I'm going to, I should have been prep, you know, I, I don't, I don't get to yeah, listen okay. to a lot of podcasts, but I'm going to, I'm going to tune in. I like your all's questions. I like you guys. So, um, so that's, two thumbs that's up. Premise, uh, oh, thank Thanks, you. Wes. Thank well, we you. appreciate your time All tonight right, and, uh, have a good evening and, uh, yes. Be in touch. Thank you. Cheers. Yeah. Thank you so okay. much. All right. Wes. Out, Wes. Thank you. Have a Bye. good night. Thank you. Wow. That was probably the, wow. yeah. I mean, great interview yeah. just all around. What an interesting guy. Uh, Wes is just pilot. Extremely interesting. I was just mesmerized. Yeah. I mean, his Corner. stories were going on and I was trying to think ahead of him to try and ask the next question yeah. and he already answered it. Yeah. Well, we really appreciate again, Wes coming on the pod, yeah. uh, just uh, a wealth of information, uh, a staple, his family's a staple in the, in the bourbon community there in Kentucky. Really yeah. And just so many stories and so many, uh, uh, you know, so much good advice too, you know, for us and uh, for everybody out there listening in terms of getting started with drinking whiskey, uh, you know, where the whiskey world is going next, the bourbon world's going next. You said we hit on a lot of points, so hopefully enjoyed it again. Remember, excuse me, remember everybody to tune in, um, uh, tune in, I guess you can tune in, but tune in to your local <laughs> podcast. You can uh, follow us on all our, uh, social media, Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook, uh, YouTube and TikTok. Uh, keep those numbers rolling. We really appreciate yep. all your support. And we'll leave it at that, Steve. Until next time, be up. Enjoy. Enjoy.